Hey, this is Max from the Arkells, and you're listening to Underground Sports Philadelphia. What is going on, everybody? Welcome into episode number 247 of Underground Sports Philadelphia. I'm your host, Kyle Bennett. As always, show brought to you by our amazing local sponsors, Main Auto LLC, Ducharms Pro Foot, Security 21, Paul J. Gillespie Incorporated, Bob Novick Automall, Mark Ronchetti, CPA LLC, and the Dental Wellness Center of Island, of course, Powered by our kick-ass merch provider, Design Tree, DSGNTree.com. Search Underground Sports Philadelphia and use the promo code DSGN10 to save yourself $10 off at checkout. Gear up for baseball coming back. Gear up for the Sixers being back. Gear up for the Flyers. Stanley Cup run. And all that good stuff in between. DSGNTree.com. Search Underground Sports Philadelphia. And like I said, use that promo code DSGN10. And of course, our friends over at Tomahawk Shades, tomahawkshades.com. Use our promo code USP. Save yourself 25% off your entire order at checkout. They just launched their brand new collab with the boys over at Friday Beers. A whole wild collaboration. Uh, they look like ski goggles. Absolutely stupid. The boys and, and girls at Tomahawk Shades doing the damn thing. Those speed traps, you can hit the slopes with those bad boys. Uh, they are doing some incredible things over at Tomahawk Shades. More and more just coming to the site. They are updating tons of stuff. And you can use our promo code USP at checkout to save yourself 25% off. And of course, sign up for their rewards program earn hawk points it's basically free money on the site who doesn't love free money i have 210 hawk points chilling in my account right now that i am saving up uh if you follow them on instagram and facebook through tomahawkshades.com using the hawk points you're in 50 points per follow if you have a birthday 100 points on your birthday and for every dollar you spend on tomahawk shades website you earn one hawk point per dollar. It's that simple. Tomahawk Shades, quality product, affordable price. Check out our friends at Tomahawk Shades today. Sixers are back starting in August. The schedule dropped the eight games that the Sixers have to play. Two determined seeding have arrived. Uh, we're going to have some interesting playoff uh, basketball, but we got to play these games first, and it all starts on August 1st. For the Sixers, a Saturday, 7 o'clock p.m. start against T.J. McConnell and the Indiana Pacers. Going to be an interesting game, to say the least. We know we struggle with the Pacers. You got Victor Oladipo back in the fold. We'll see how that matchup goes. It's also going to be the first game back for them and for the Pacers, I believe. So we'll see how each team is kind of getting their feet under them. And then... August 3rd, so we fast forward to a Monday, 8 o'clock start against the San Antonio Spurs, Brett Brown versus Greg Popovich, and then on Wednesday at 4 o'clock p.m., we've got some late afternoon basketball, so we'll be able to talk about this game more than likely on our show on August 5th against the Washington Wizards, somebody get Isaiah Thomas a frosty. Sixers Wizards. Then the Magic, the Markel Fultz matchup on August 7th. Friday night basketball, 6.30 p.m. start time. And then August 9th, 
Sunday, 6.30 p.m. against the Portland Trailblazers. August 11th, so we've got Tuesday afternoon basketball with a 4.30 tip time against the Phoenix Suns. And then the lone back-to-back, August 12th, 6.30 p.m., we'll be giving you live updates on the show because that's what we do when the Sixers or the Flyers or the Phils are playing during the podcast when we're live. Sixers-Raptors, 6.30 p.m. on August 12th. And then with a start time of to-be-determined Friday night basketball, more than likely, Sixers-Rockets to wrap up the quote-unquote regular season for the 2019-2020 season before the playoffs hit. The Sixers made out on paper, I think, like bandits with the opponents they drew. You got the Wizards in there, you got the Magic, you got the Phoenix Suns. That Rockets game might not mean anything to Houston, so the Sixers might end up pulling that one out just in, you know, layman's terms. Rockets might not be playing James Harden or Russell Westbrook in that game. You got the Raptors in there. You got the Trailblazers, which we don't know if Dame is playing in Disney World. You got the Pacers. You got the Spurs, who aren't that great. So overall, on paper, the Sixers should win at least five of these games, in my opinion. Will they? Probably not. Because we know the Wizards give them fits. We know Orlando gives them fits, especially since Orlando will be a technical away team in this, but they will be home playing in Disney World. And we know how Orlando just, for whatever reason, has our number. Phoenix, we've seen this team lose to the Suns. Toronto, a divisional opponent. Eastern Conference opponent. That game could have a lot of implications, potentially, for the Sixers. You got the Pacers in there. We saw what happened on New Year's Eve. So, I mean, things could go (laughs) either way for this Sixers team, and it would be very on brand for, for it to go either way. You know, this team has just been up and down all season long. And uh, it would just make so much sense for them to lose the games that they should win and win the games that they should lose. That's just what this Sixers team has been all season long. There's no in-between. They've, they've... This is why we have not missed the Sixers during this hiatus of sports due to coronavirus. It just has not been a fun season to watch these guys play. And Tobias Harris was on first take and pretty much said what everybody has been saying since, I don't know, free agency started last summer when the Sixers decided to put all of their their money and funding into signing Al Horford and and giving Tobias that that max contract. But uh, this is what Tobias had to say on first take. Going ahead and playing regardless of those concerns. I'm not telling you to shove aside those concerns. Those concerns are going to still be legit. But there are some players who don't believe we should be playing. Do you believe Mm -hmm. you should be playing? I would say... That's a tough one for me to answer. I would say that if we're if we're going to be safe, then let's play. If the league, if my fellow brothers in the NBA want to go out and play, I'm with playing. I know my teammates, they want to go hoop, so I'm with my team to go hoop. Do I think necessarily it's the safest thing? No. <laughs> like, that's just straight up and down. I don't think it's the safest thing. When you look around the world, the cases continue to rise. But that's also on the NBA to make sure we're in a safe environment. So that, that, that would be my best way to answer that question. Do you- Boston, how should we view what we've seen from the 76ers this year in terms of title contention in light of the fact that Jimmy Butler and J.J. Redick are gone? 
you playing lights out. You're averaging 19 a game, shooting about 47% from the field, about 36% from three-point range. You've been balling, but clearly when we look at the 76ers, y'all saw, y'all seemed rather more formidable last year than you did this year without those two guys. How do you believe y'all should be viewed in the championship picture considering the circumstances that I mentioned? I just say, you know, and I keep it real, we haven't had the best chemistry throughout the whole year. It took us a while to kind of get everyone together. We battled injuries from the start to the end. And right now, if we're the sleeper, then we're the sleeper. Like, truth be told, how we're viewed, that's someone else's opinion. But I know when I look my guys in the eye and we have conversations, we got one goal in mind. That's to go out there and play and win a championship. So that's the only view that matters to me. So I'm with what people say, what people got to say about our team. I get it because we haven't met our expectations so far this year. But we have a new opportunity in Orlando to go out and just play ball and really, you know, scratch a new surface of what we can accomplish. At the end of the day, I believe that when we go out here and go hoop, we have a chance to win a championship. We're going to be healthy, a lot healthier than we were before having been to be recovered and fully healed is big for us. And we just got to go out there and play basketball. Like, this, for us, is kind of like an AAU tournament. And we just got to go out and hoop and play our best and do what we do. But I really believe that we're going to have a clear-cut shot to win a championship, and I stand on that. Some great nuggets and tidbits from Tobias Harris, but I feel like we as Sixers fans and, and people who watch and talk about this team and uh, are fans of this team have seen that the chemistry issues have been a constant factor this entire season. You know, you think back to when Josh Richardson was talking early in the season about how the new guys on the team didn't feel comfortable speaking up because they were new, even though they knew there was issues in the locker room. And I think this is across the board. I don't think this is just an Al Horford situation, just a Tobias Harris situation. There's definitely issues with, with Joel. There's issues with Ben. Uh, you know, Josh Richardson being new. It's a lot of new pieces on this team compared to last year. The only real constants that have been here are Ben and Joel. In terms of your, of your you know, everyday starters. Tobias got here halfway through the season last year. Josh Richardson got here in the offseason. Al Horford got here in the offseason. The bench was, you know, reconstructed. You move pieces around at the trade deadline to get Glenn Robinson and Alec Burks. So, I mean, this this team, for as long as we've been doing this podcast even, since we started Underground Sports Philadelphia, the Sixers have just been a revolving door of pieces that have not given Ben and Joel the opportunity to mesh completely with people and then feel comfortable with who's around them. You've got a guy like Tobias Harris who's playing the three, really a four, You've got Al Horford playing the four. He's a center. Josh Richardson, you could classify as a three. And sure, people are going to say, basketball is positionless now. Look at Ben Simmons, yada, yada, yada. If you're going to have your focal points be Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid, you need to put the players around them that are going to benefit their skill sets the best. This team is terrible shooting the ball. They have no you know, three-point snipers. It's, it's been a mess, and this is, like I said, this is why we have not missed watching the Sixers play basketball, because it has been truly painful to watch this team play this year. We had such high expectations coming into this season. We had ESPN at training camp, and at team photo day, and, and at, you know, all of these things. Rachel Nichols doing the sit-downs. And this team has been an utter disappointment. To the result of when the season stopped, they were the sixth seed. That is nowhere near where we thought this team was going to be. We had such high expectations for a team that we should have known off the bat was going to struggle because it was, again, another iteration of this team. And people are going to try to blame Brett Brown. And sure, there is blame to be placed on Brett. He's the coach. He's got to figure some of these things out. 
But again, how do you expect a guy to to game plan for yet another iteration of this team? It's it's damn near impossible to do what Brett Brown has done over the past you know years that he's been trying to get this team to win. So the last three years. It has been damn near impossible. Like I, I Matt and I, we're not the biggest JJ Reddick fans of him as a person, but imagine if the Sixers did end up paying JJ Reddick to stay rather than paying Al Horford or going and paying a shooter to come in. Rather than Al Horford. Because the Sixers had this this pipe dream of we're built for the playoffs. The regular season doesn't really matter. Once we get to the playoffs is when we'll succeed. We'll see that in full force now. Especially in this tournament style that things are going to be looking like. To, to end the regular season. And then going into the playoffs. It, it's such a... <laughs> I did not miss talking about this team whatsoever. The 2019-2020 ers have been the the largest headache I think we have had covering a team in a very long time. They have just driven so many people nuts from the media to the fans to even I'm sure the guys in the locker room have been driven to insanity. Because it, I can't imagine how fun this season has even been for them. It, it's <laughs> like I'm speechless thinking about it. But uh, again, to recap, the Sixers return to play, schedule those first eight games, or I should say final eight games. The Indiana Pacers, San Antonio Spurs, Washington Wizards, Orlando Magic, Portland Trailblazers, Phoenix Suns, Toronto Raptors, and Houston Rockets. I'll say it right now, the Sixers will go 5-3. and three. I'm putting it out into the universe, which means they'll probably go three and five. But I will say they will go five and three. Prove me wrong. Prove me right. Better or for worse. Who knows? Sixers basketball, though, uh, about a month away. August 1st, the return of those 76ers. I'm going to be really intrigued to see how things play out. You know, when they're the home team, if they win, do they play, you know, the, the, Hype song. Does all that get done? Who knows? The Sixers team is a mess. Gives me headaches talking about them. Um, before we move on, got to talk to you guys about our friends at Tomahawk Shades. The best in the business. Two brothers on Long Island started this company because they didn't want to spend an arm and a leg, an entire week's paycheck, on a pair of sunglasses when they could make their own at the same quality as these, you know, big expensive brand names for a fraction of the price. It, it just made too much sense for the homies, Andrew and Ryan Shapiro, to just start making their own shades. They are some of the best sunglasses I've ever worn. The multiple pairs I have tried on, I, I'm in love. I wear my blue light glasses every time we're live, every time I'm in front of a computer screen. You guys know this. My blue light glasses are on my face. I, I love them. The quality of these glasses is second to none. And you look good, feel good, play good is one of my life mottos. Anything you can do, you got to look good to feel good. And to feel good, you'll play good at whatever you're doing. They paired with some of the biggest athletes in the world. Two-time Super Bowl champion Chris Hogan is an investor and owner of the company as well. Kyle Harrison, longtime lacrosse legend, plays in the PLL for Redwoods Lacrosse Club, which should be Philadelphia's team. But Tomahawk Shades, man, they are doing it big time. And right now, free shipping on all orders over $75 and we're going to save you some money as well with our promo code USP. Use our promo code USP. I know if you guys tried to order this weekend at all with our promo code there was an issue but that is fixed. Promo code USP saves you 25% off your entire order so you're already starting your order off at three quarters of 
this affordable price already. Sign up for their rewards program, earn Hawk points for every dollar you spend, follow them on Instagram, Facebook, you earn points as well. If you celebrate a birthday, you put your birthday in on your account, you get 100 points on your birthday. It's that simple. TomahawkShades.com, when you go to checkout, use the promo code USP. Purchase a quality product for an affordable price. Like we said at the top of the show, too, they just partnered with Friday Beers. Big-time collaboration there for the speed traps that look like snowboarding goggles. Amazing stuff. Check out our friends at Tomahawk Shades. Baseball making its way back, and uh, the Phillies still have not signed JT Real Muto. We've talked about this on multiple episodes uh, with Alex Carr before we knew baseball's return plan, and we talked about it on the last episode with Matt as well. JT still not signed. Still not signed. It's unbelievable to me. You would think once that that waiver period, that freeze period ended, JT Real Muto would have been handed a sheet of paper, here you go, sign this five-year, $85, $90 million contract extension, and let's have you be in a Phillies uniform for the rest of your career. Like, it, it just made too much sense. And yet, here we are, waiting for JT... To, to be offered a deal. It's unbelievable to me that you give up one of your top prospects. You bring in one of Bryce Harper's best friends in the league. You bring in a guy who is going to make Aaron Nola better. Who's going to make your entire pitching staff better. You sign Zach Wheeler in the offseason. You think he's looking forward to throwing to JT Real Muto? Absolutely. It... The way this team operates when it comes to signing guys drives me up a wall. They have things that are just blatantly right in front of their faces, and yet they still find ways to annoy the living hell out of us. JT Real Muto needs to be offered a contract this week. We started a thread on Twitter just posting JT gifts of saying it's a great day to sign JT. And we will keep doing it until JT is, is signed and, and in a Phillies uniform for years to come. You, are, you have the best catcher in baseball on your roster right now wanting a contract extension. Free agency is an unknown right now. What makes you think JT is going to feel comfortable testing the free agent waters? When you can offer him the most money right now, make him and his family feel comfortable knowing they are locked in with this organization... That you have tried to sell him on since trading for him, giving up one of your best pitching prospects. Just get the damn deal done. It's not that hard. It's really not that hard. And I just can't believe since it opened on Friday, we have not had any discussion on JT and it just blows my mind. It just absolutely blows my damn mind. JT needs to be a Philly for the rest of his career. It's just that simple. And yet here we are, waiting, 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 and waiting. Because the Phillies front office has no idea just what's right in front of their faces. It's so blatantly obvious, and yet here they are, making this... Just a, a big mess. A big, big, big mess. It's it's unreal to me. And um, I hope it gets done. You know, before baseball is set to return, uh, you know, late July, who knows if JT is going to get signed by then. But the sooner the better. The fan base will feel much more comfortable I'm sure JT will feel much more comfortable. His family will feel much more comfortable. And I'm pretty sure your $330 million right fielder will feel that much more comfortable knowing one of his best friends in the game is going to be alongside him for potentially the remainder of his career. I'm pretty sure your starting pitching staff that you've invested in with Aaron Nola, Zach Wheeler, they're going to feel comfortable throwing to a guy that is 
known as the best catcher in baseball. The Phillies have an opportunity to captivate fans right now and sign a guy who is a fan favorite in the locker room. Uh, you know, <laughs> the fans love JT. His teammates love him. Just get it done, guys. Get it done. This weekend, we uh, we celebrated a, a bit of a milestone. Uh, Kurt Landis, Lehigh Valley Iron Pigs GM and president, two years ago, sat down with us and invited us to Coca-Cola Park to take in uh, Lehigh Valley once LeBron James night with the Iron Pigs. And uh, one of the coolest moments, I think, in my media career was being invited by a GM of an organization and a president of an organization uh, tied to Philadelphia especially saying, come to the ballpark, come do a podcast, and and come watch the game since you've never been to the park. And uh, I'll forever be thankful for the the friendship that I built with with Kurt Landis and uh, our friendship with the Iron Pigs. And uh, once things get back to normal, we'll definitely be making a, a... a few more trips out to uh, to Lehigh Valley to take in some Iron Pigs games. Um, but it was definitely one of the, the coolest moments. I got the Snapchat memory uh, thing popping up on my phone. Instagram memories, you know, with the LeBron James graphics and everything like that. Um, it was definitely one of the coolest moments in uh, this podcasting journey that I've taken. And uh, to commemorate it. I'm going to throw in that interview because I know we have a lot more listeners now than we did back then on, uh, you know, June 28th of 2018. So uh, for everybody that didn't get a chance to hear it, we're going to cut to uh, my interview with Kurt Landis at Coca-Cola Park from two years ago. Uh, So enjoy. What's going on, everybody? We are above ground yet again, back-to-back days. Yes, it's Thursday and we're live. Welcome to a special edition of Underground Sports Philadelphia, live here at Coca-Cola Park in Lehigh Valley. We are hanging out with our friends from the Lehigh Valley Iron Pigs, who were so gracious to let us come out to their game tonight to promote LeBron James coming to Lehigh Valley. Lehigh Valley wants LeBron. I'm your host, Kyle Bennett. In just a few minutes, we'll be joined by the Iron Pigs GM and President Kurt Landis. Uh, Shout out to our sponsors, first and foremost, Main Auto LLC, Huffman Farms and Greenhouses, and of course, the official shoe store of Underground Sports Philadelphia, Ducharms Pro Foot. Uh, We wouldn't be here if they weren't backing us, so shout out to them. Uh, I'm going to go through the Iron Pigs starting lineup tonight to get that out of the way as well, and then once Kurt jumps on, we have a whole show planned with him. Uh, so tonight, uh, for Game 78 for the Iron Pigs against uh, Scranton, leading off is going to be second baseman Dean Anna. Center fielder Colin Calgill will hit second. Mitch Walding, who has been up with the Phillies this season, uh, is back down here at Lehigh. He'll be hitting third, playing third base. Joe Manessis, the leading vote-getter uh, for the AAA All-Star game, will be uh, hitting cleanup in right field. Trevor Plouffe, the former major leaguer, the DH tonight, he'll be hitting fifth. Danny Espinoza, another former major leaguer, will be playing shortstop. Matt McBride, who just had uh, a baby, he'll be back in the lineup tonight at first base. Logan Moore is the catcher. Alexi Amarista in left field. And then Tom Eshelman, our friend Colton Eastman's friend, uh, will be the starting pitcher tonight. And now I am joined by Lehigh Valley Iron Pigs general manager, Kurt Landis. How are you, Kurt? Happy as a pig in mud. How are you? I'm wonderful. Uh, first of all, thanks for having us. Uh, this is great. This is our first time at the ballpark. Uh, the ballpark is beautiful. We love the LeBron James theme tonight. Um, how did that come about? What was your guys' idea of kind of pitching LeBron James to come play baseball? Well, we're excited. I can't wait till uh, the GOAT shows up. We're very hopeful here. But um, the idea originally came out of uh, a staff meeting. We talked about some fun, creative things, talking about the NBA. And we see all the different teams that put up billboards trying to recruit LeBron. Right. And we thought we'd get on that action and try and recruit him here to Lehigh Valley. So we put up that initial billboard. Uh, 
encouraging LeBron, if he really wants to be the greatest of all time, he needs to surpass Jordan in all ways, and that includes on the baseball diamond. So this is a great opportunity for LeBron to show up, uh, show that he's better than Jordan on the baseball field. And the greatest thing is it doesn't conflict with his basketball schedule. Right. We'll, we'll be done by mid-September, but we win the championship, and from there we're all set. So and then he'll kick right and, off into uh, win the preseason with the Sixers, hopefully. <laughs> yeah, right. We'll be on our way. When the when the billboard hit, uh, it was one of the most vile things we've ever had right. hit. You guys were all over the country. So that was a lot of fun to see uh, that much passion behind LeBron James and the Iron Pigs. But getting into the Iron Pigs, you guys announced three All Stars this year, uh, going up to Ohio. Most notably, Joe Manessis tearing it up right now, the leading vote-getter. Uh, give our listeners a little bit of insight about him, about Enyel, and about Cole Irvin. Well, for, for me, I don't deal with them day-to-day on the field like our coaches and, and our manager does. So from my standpoint, when I saw the three names, I was really excited for the three guys because they're all three good people. Um, Joey and Cole have both been uh, nominated multiple times for Pitcher of the Week within the International League. Uh, De Los Santos has had a phenomenal season, and he's proven that he's really the top prospect on this team. Uh, very young kid, very live arm, uh, and again, a good guy. I'm looking forward, they're all all-stars, I'm looking forward to actually taking a trip with them to Columbus, oh, Ohio, awesome. and uh, spend some time with them, and, and they're excited to make the trip and represent both the Phillies and the Iron Pigs. That's amazing, man. Uh, you know, three young guys, especially with Joe being only, you know, as young as he is, and Enyo being one of the youngest pitchers in the minors, uh, performing at the level that they are, and even getting you know people you know crying for them to get called up to to the major league roster. Uh, that's got to be exciting for you guys. Um, you know, for a guy like Enyo, 22 years old, uh, it's his first season with the Phillies after being traded for Freddie Galvis. Um, what were your thoughts when you know the Phillies were able to acquire a guy like that? He gets to come to your system, your team. To uh, kind of show off, to prepare himself for the Phillies. Well, it's it's great to be a part of the Phillies organization. Period, and of course, for them to be in a growth period, recruiting young arms, uh, having those young players come through Lehigh Valley. Uh, if that's Reese Hoskins, if that's Dylan Cousins, or Nick Williams, or Scott Kingery, and now to see guys like Cole Irvin uh, and Yellow De Los Santos have success, uh, it really feels like you're on the, the the bottom floor of something big. And so now, all these young players making their way to Philadelphia last year or this year. There's going to be some hard choices for the Phillies uh, come the end of the season as far as, all right, out of this group of core young players, who has the ability to continue to progress and become solid year-to-year, long-term players? And then where do you fill those holes in free agency, like like Trout and, right. and those types of players? So I think the Phillies this year are really identifying, hey, it's not quite a playoff year, or if it is, it's probably not a deep playoff year. We're getting close. We're, we're growing. Which of these players can contribute day to day and are our stars or everyday championship team light up players? And then where are the one or two or three spots where we need to fill holes? And that's our base to go and try and win a World Series in 2020 or 2021. We would love to have Mike Trout on the Phillies. He's from right around the corner from where we live. So to have Mike uh, potentially come home and be local, that would be amazing. Um, Kind of just give us a little insight about the park. What um, you guys are in first place uh, in the International League this year. That's got to be, you know, a great feeling having the team perform the way they are. And it's a combination. You guys have some prospects. There are some former major leaguers on your team as well. Um, what what has that been like to have like Trevor Plouffe and now Danny Espinosa and Colin Calgill kind of you know contributing? It's funny you asked. I was just talking yesterday to a couple people on staff here and. Last year, I think there was great expectations made of us and, and to be in first place and make the playoffs with all those great players I just mentioned that are now everyday Phillies players. Uh, and this year, I think we thought we'd have a strong pitching staff, which we do, um, but I didn't know if we'd be as strong on the field because we got a, a lot of um, older players or established six-year free agent guys, uh, guys kind of going back and forth within the majors. And sometimes you never know what you get in the locker room with those players. But to my surprise, uh, this has been a great, great group of guys. They've meshed well. Uh, even though many of them have major experience, uh, their attitudes have been tremendous. They come out here ready to play. They're all professionals. No one is sulking. Uh, it's really each night there's a different person that steps up. If it's Dean Anna going three for four last night, 
Mitch Walding, Joey Manessis that we talked about, Trevor Pluth. Uh, there are some really good guys. Matt McBride has been a great local hometown addition who's solidly comes to play every night. So it's a fun lineup, and we're not winning nine to one or, or seven to two like last year. We're winning games four to two and three to one. It's solid pitching and, and good fundamentals. And you know, tonight Tom Eshelman on the mound, kind of struggling this year a little bit. Um, our friend, a friend of the show that the Phillies drafted this year, Colton Eastman was named uh, Pitcher of the Year for his college conference. First pitcher to do that since Tom at his school. Um, give us a little you know, insight about tonight's starting pitcher, um, what he might have to work on to kind of get the ERA down, get the wins up uh, for himself, and what he can do tonight to give you guys a win. Well, well Tom's a cream of the crop in the clubhouse, a great individual. Had a tremendous year last year. In fact, we had him as the starting pitcher in the All-Star game with Reese Hoskins, the overall vote-getter, and we accomplished that exact same thing this year oh, in the wow. National League. We have the starting pitcher for the All-Star game, De Los Santos, along with the top vote-getter in Joey Manessis. So it's very rare for that to happen two years in a row for one franchise. Um, for Tom Eshelman to succeed, he just has to be consistent. He's not a guy that's going to overwhelm you with his 99-mile-per-hour fastball. He has to hit his spots. Um, he's... It just comes about being consistent. I'm not in the know or details as far as what pitch is working for him, what pitch is not. He certainly struggled for sure early in the year. He's been able to put in a couple of good outings intermixed with a couple of average outings recently, and he's been improving slowly and bringing the ERA down as the last two or three weeks. So he just needs to continue to do that over the course of the season, but he's still a really, really young guy who has a great career ahead of him. Um, it's just a matter of being consistent and you see it happen a lot of times for guys who have been in AAA for a year, year and a half. All of a sudden it clicks and they go through a, a second season. It's harder to face guys a second time. And then all of a sudden, boom, it happens. And they find themselves in a very fast track to the majors. Now, trade deadline coming up at the end of next month. Are you guys kind of in talks with the Phillies front office when trades potentially come up? Because obviously a lot of the times prospects are involved. Are you guys kind of on the inside track when something may potentially go down or has foot traction, obviously most notably right now, Manny Machado's being you know, circled around Philadelphia a lot. Uh, do you guys have any insight on you know, the trade Insider talks? trading? <laughs> you know, I, I'm not privy to know anything details as far as what the Phillies' plans are. Obviously, this July and even starting last week, um, once the draft is over, you know, the focus becomes on the trade deadline, and you see more scouts at the ballpark, be it for the Phillies or other teams. Right. And certainly that's the focus on, all right, which are the young guys, which are the guys that are valuable so you can make a move and improve yourself for July. I don't know the Phillies' plans. I'm sure they're going to be active and interested in anything that might help their team, but I still think they have a smart, long-term outlook. And uh, if we can do some things to improve the team in July, using players we have here at AAA or below to improve the team, that's fantastic, and I think the Phillies would do that. Uh, but at the same point, they have such depth in prospects, uh, it's not 100% necessary. And even then, you have another good wave of prospects coming up from the Clearwater, Lakewood. Uh, those guys will be ready in two years. To you even had Ranger Suarez get called up from AA yesterday. Exactly. Right, right up point. to here so at Lehigh Valley. The Phillies are positioned long-term, and, and you don't, if you want to make a trade that can help you and give you a specific piece, I think you do it. Uh, at the same point, you've got to let these guys develop and see what they can do, because these are guys that will be with you for four, five, six years as opposed to one or two years. And I know you have a presentation to go to, but I'll let you leave our viewers with this. Give your one last pitch to LeBron. Uh, <laughs> let him know why he's got to come to Lehigh. Well, LeBron, if, if there's, there's there's really no other ballpark in minor league baseball that's better than Coca-Cola Park. And I, I say that, obviously, I'm biased, but uh, we consistently lead the league in attendance. No one else has caramelized maple bacon on a stick like we do, which is probably the best food item in, in all of in any ballpark in the country. So if you're to come be the greatest of all time, you have the best Jordan. This is AAA, not AA like Jordan with Birmingham. This is the place to go. And if you make it to the Sixers, this is a really short commute for you. Kurt, it has been a blast to have you on the show. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Um, we're excited for the game tonight. Um, and go big. 
Hey, thanks so much, guys, for coming up and making the trip. Appreciate you guys all being here and helping promote LeBron James' uh, hopeful appearance or hopeful signing with the Iron Pigs. But uh, enjoy the ballpark tonight. After the podcast, make sure you walk around and enjoy the environment. For sure. Thank you so much, Kurt. That was Iron Pigs GM Kurt Landis joining us here on Underground Sports Philadelphia. Uh, like we said, tonight's lineup, uh, Thomas Eshelman on the mound tonight. You guys know Colton Eastman. Uh, really looks up to him. They went to the same school. So we'll get to see Tom pitching tonight. Earlier in the year, I thought Tom was going to be part of the Phillies rotation uh, with how well he had pitched last season and in uh, spring training. So we'll see how he performs tonight. Not the best record on the season, sitting at 1-6 and six with a 6.68 ERA. Uh, but he is a right-handed pitcher, which the Phillies are known to develop. Uh, so we'll see how he goes. And like Kurt just said, you know, the, the infusion of these veterans – on this team could really uh, spark a deep playoff run here at the AAA Lehigh Valley for the Iron Pigs. Uh, so we'll see how the game goes tonight. Uh, but again, thanks to our sponsors, uh, Main Auto LLC, Huffman Farms, and uh, Ducharms Pro Foot. Uh, we wouldn't be here without you guys, so thank you for that. And if you're just tuning in, we were just joined by Iron Pigs GM Kurt Landis right here at Coca-Cola Park. I'm your host, Kyle Bennett, and uh, we're going to get ready to take in the game. It is Dollar Dog Night tonight as well, so on top of us recruiting LeBron to come play for the Iron Pigs, we're going to enjoy some Dollar Dogs. Uh, stay tuned for a whole bunch of you know pictures, videos of the entire park. We're going to take in as much as we can for you guys uh, while we're here, uh, and it's going to be a fun night, but we're glad Kurt was able to join us, and um, shout out to Matt in the chat right now with the heart eyes. Uh, we're glad. I'm actually going to call him over here because he's back from the dead. Tyler Steinbride is here at Coca-Cola Park. We're going to reintroduce the, the OG producer to let you guys know that he's alive and well. Come on, Tyler. we got to let the people know you're alive. I am alive. Tyler's alive, guys. He's back. He's better than ever. He's Tyler, back. How was Tor? Tour, tour was good. If you guys was, don't know, Tyler was on tour with the Killers for about two months. Uh, but he's back. He's underground with us again. I'm and, back. Uh, he'll, be making a, he'll be making appearances on the show more often than not. Hopefully. Yeah, I, ha- I spent some time in Disney World. Uh, he, won, he won a championship, so he went to Disney World, partied it up with uh, Mickey and Goofy. And, yeah, that's, that's the dream right there. But Tyler came with us. This is his big grand re-entry. I, this is also, I think, the first time I've been on camera. This is the first time you've been on camera slash on an actual mic. Now they know who you are. You're not just some drummer that they saw from <laughs> 40,000 feet away. Yep. But yeah, Tyler is back. We're glad he's back uh, because we need him. We, we wouldn't have started this show without Tyler producing, so we're glad he's back with us. Uh, glad to be back. This and is like the perfect day to come back. Like it looked like it was gonna rain earlier, but now it's like super nice now out. Here comes the sun. Dollar dog night. I'm already on number three. Like he's, come on now. He's throwing down come dollar dogs. And uh, yeah. but Tyler's back. And and Tyler, you haven't been on since we've been on iTunes. This is we true. are now on iTunes, guys. We don't say it enough. If you are a podcast listener and you tune in to here and you want to re-listen to the show or you miss the Facebook Live, be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes. Leave us those five-star ratings and reviews. It really goes a long way. Let's our sponsors see we're doing a good thing and they want to continue to support us. Um, so definitely go subscribe to us on iTunes. You just search our name, Underground Sports Philadelphia, and we're right there on iTunes. Um, but welcome back, Tyler. Thank you, thank you. And the real question is, I'm back. Where is Dom? Dom, I believe today's the 28th. Yeah, Dom's still across the country on a Tinder date. He's. I hope it, I hope it works out well for him. We're going to have to put out a wellness check for him, like Matt said uh, last week, to make sure he's okay. Uh, but hopefully Dom gets back healthy from his date. I hope the lady is lovely <laughs> for him. And uh, maybe Tinder will sponsor us with how many Tinder dates he goes yeah. out on. I mean, it's the, it's the right thing to do. It, it makes the most sense. Um, one more announcement we have our friends the Arkells they had their rally it was insane and then they just announced they're going on a North American tour so November 7th they're going to be in Philly 
Stay tuned for some fun stuff possibly happening with the Arkells and Underground Sports Philadelphia. Uh, I've been in contact with them, and we're going to figure out some stuff. So at the TLA, November 7th, it's the Arkells opening for St. Lucia. We're going to be there regardless, but we might have some fun stuff uh, in store for that show in Philly as well. And it's on a Wednesday, so Wednesday means Underground Sports Philadelphia. Uh, our friend Jamil Demby is home from L.A., Stay tuned for that. He's going to be joining the show within the next week or two. He's going to be in studio with us. We're working out a date for it, but Jamil will be joining us in the next week or two uh, for a live show. We have an NBA free agency uh, special planned with Good Takes NBA podcast. Our friends Ryan Jones and Trey Zingas. Uh, we're going to be cross-podcasting uh, with them on Sunday or Monday, uh, so definitely keep your eyes and ears peeled for that. We're going to go get ready to enjoy this game and kind of take in Coca-Cola Park. Go Iron Pigs. We want to thank Kurt Landis for joining us. We want to welcome Tyler back to the pod. We want to thank Alyssa for writing up some amazing notes for us to ask Kurt all these questions. She's here with us. I want to thank Josh for producing this show. Dylan, our friend Noah is here. And uh, we also have our boy Alex who's been on Periscope for us for a lot of this interview. So... The whole crew is here. We're going to go take in Lehigh Valley once LeBron night here at Coca-Cola Park. Thank you to the Iron Pigs for having us tonight. And uh, we'll see you guys on Saturday for Sixers Summer. Who knows? LeBron news might uh, come out. Kawhi Leonard news might be out there. So we have a lot of stuff planned for Sixers Summer, for Flyers Afternoon Skate. And Top Bins will be back on Saturday as well. And like we said, stay tuned. Uh, possibly Sunday or Monday for our NBA free agency special with good takes. And uh, we'll see you guys on Sunday. So this has been Underground Sports Philadelphia, a special edition here at Coca-Cola Park. We were joined by Kurt Landis, and we'll see you guys Saturday. Peace. Love a little trip down memory lane. Um, Again, can't thank Kurt Landis enough for that opportunity it uh it was definitely one of the more humbling experiences in my media career um going down memory lane I know on social media we haven't been super active uh as much as we usually are on all of our accounts um mostly because I run all of them currently Uh, but we will be picking things back up. It's just been a tough time for myself and for Matt and for, uh, my family. My grandmother passed away on June 20th. Um, she was the number one underground sports Philadelphia fan. One of our greatest accomplishments will be converting her from a Cowboys fan to a, to an Eagles fan. Could never get her off the Yankees though. And I'll always remember our, our fun, back and forths about the Phillies and Yankees in 2009 um her being thrilled about the Eagles winning the Super Bowl her being thrilled about the Phillies winning the World Series and um well our our bonds over the Flyers it's been it's been rough but um I know our number one listener is uh proud of everything we've done so far and we'll be proud of everything we do moving forward so um socials will pick back up for sure this week and um we got a lot planned that's for sure the uh the entire network has a lot planned for the month of july i know it's been a really weird month in the month of june for us um i apologize for that and uh i promise we're gonna get back to being our best because that's what uh, that's what we're all about. That's what we predicate our, predicate ourselves on, and um, you guys deserve our best. So uh, again, apologies for uh, just the lack of content in terms of social content. Uh, we should have a website up and running pretty soon, so that's very exciting. So get ready for that, and. Uh, by the time you're listening to this, Friday, streamer season has a big week planned with Hamilton dropping on Disney+. Plus. So, very, very pumped for that. But, uh, yeah, uh, just uh, 
to everybody that's been supportive of myself, Matt, my sister, my family during this time. We we really appreciate it. Um, can't thank you guys enough. But uh, I know our number one fan is always going to be watching over us. And one thing I promised her is that uh, <laughs> we'll be on TV one day. That's for damn sure. So uh, whether it's TV, radio, or we just keep doing the podcast thing, we, uh, we're going to keep chugging along. And uh, we've got a whole underground family here. So uh, our listeners are the absolute best. You guys rock. Make sure you're following us on social at UndergroundPHI on Twitter and Instagram. You can follow me on Twitter at KBIZZL311. You can follow Matt on Twitter at MattCastArena. And make sure you subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts. Leave those five-star ratings and reviews. Let me know what you think about the Sixers' uh, final eight games, the whole JT situation, or anything else that comes to mind. Five stars only because we have standards. We know you do too. Don't be a stooge like some people that have left despicable one-star ratings. Just coward stuff on some of our shows. Uh, But we know the real ones are always there for us. And if you don't have an iPhone or use iTunes, you can check us out on Spotify, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, the TuneIn app, iHeartRadio, Radio.com, wherever you get your podcasts. We are there. And, uh... We'll be back on Wednesday. Should be live again to kick off the the month of July. And uh, as always, show sponsored by our amazing local sponsors, Maine Auto LLC, Ducharms Pro Foot, Security 21, Paul J. Gillespie Incorporated, Bob Novick Auto Mall, Mark Ronchetti, CPA LLC, and the Dental Wellness Center of Vineland, and of course, our kick-ass merch provider, Design Tree, DSGNTree.com. Search Underground Sports Philadelphia. Use the promo code DSGN10 to save yourself $10 off your order at checkout. And our friends at Tomahawk Shades. Use our promo code at TomahawkShades.com. Promo code USP. Save yourself 25% off some badass shades. I love you, Grandma. Thanks for being our number one fan. And uh, I know you're listening wherever you're at. This has been Underground Sports Philadelphia, number 247. Be kind to one another. Tell your family family you love them. And uh, keep wearing masks. It's not political. It's the right thing to do. I'm your host, Kyle Bennett. We are signing off. Peace.